Let's go. Welcome to Binge Town TV. <laughs> it's Honey of Hill House time. Today we are focusing on episodes five and six with the same squad, Luke, Paul, Jimmy, and myself. These episodes are two of my personal favorites, and I'm hype as fuck to talk about them. Boys, what do we think? I mean, just off the title alone, Bet Neck Lady, you knew it was going to be a doozy of an episode. Um, but I thought it was like the best ones yet. I mean, we just got so much information. I kind of wish we didn't get some of the information because it's just horrible, but so good. Yeah, episode five was the best of the season so far. And it was probably the scariest. Flirting with it. Did it have the most creep counts? Yeah, definitely. With it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was awesome. Like, I, I love Nell. I think her character is amazing. It's so well written. So every time we get more information on her, it's going to be like, besides Hot Mama, the most centric to the plot, at least from my perspective so far. And I think it's awesome. Six, six was really well done. Mm -hmm. uh, it just couldn't stand against five. Yeah. Uh, five was so nice. I don't know if it's because we never really got a whole lot of Nell. Like if she was either only in it for a sec or she was young. I mean, she was dead for half of it. So it was really nice to see her actor actually like be on screen for more than like three minutes at a time. And I mean, she was so good, like you were saying. She has the ability, her actor has the ability to portray a face that makes me so scared for some reason. Just like when she looks scared, like I'm scared. And like it's maybe it's because she's like super pale or what she does with her eyes, but Jesus, man, when she's scared, I'm freaking out. <laughs> the sleep paralysis stuff is some of the best acting. Uh like her faces while she's scared and can't move her mouth, but it's like literal paralysis on her face. She plays it so well. Yeah, I'm, I have experienced that many times in my life, and that's exactly what it feels like. You just are struggling. You're trying to scream like you can't do anything, and that hit home. So that was just a crazy, even more scary. Yeah, episode five and six are literally the type of episode where I'm a little upset I'm on a podcast because I just want to keep going soon as six ended. So episode five called The Bent Neck Lady. We start off having Nell in Hill House. And it's a flashback to the first night that they spent there. And, you know, Nell's already, as the audience, we already know she's like pretty scared. And is the Benton Neck lady in this like a quick flash of her? Yeah, like still the house? profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we flashed to what we saw earlier in the season with the second night where Nell's sleeping on the couch. All this is just, you know, foreshadowing what we're going to get at the end of the episode. So I really appreciate it on the second on like you know, watching it for the second time. And then we get a little bit of info about the locket that Hot Mama has, and it's two-sided locket that has Luke on one side, Nell on the other. That comes into play later in this episode as well. Something I liked is that when Nell is in bed, she sits up, she's heavy breathing. Again, it's the first night. Luke wakes up and looks and cannot see the Ben Neck Lady. And I kind of like that the other kids can't see the other kids' ghosts. Yeah. Like, I'm sure Nell couldn't see Top Hat Man. Yeah, right. Yeah. Except, do you think Theo could? Because when she, like, sees... She probably feel it, maybe? Yeah, which is worse. Yeah, honestly. hers is mostly all feeling less... Unless she's actually touching something, I don't know that she sees things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke, so I'm just real quick, you forgot to mention, in the beginning scene, the mom is looking fine. <laughs> How could you have forgotten that? How could you, you have forgotten? mama, didn't I? <laughs> you That's did. Just you did. I don't know why, but it's like with the first note I have, it's like, mom is looking good. I'm God, thinking you're going to go with like something yeah. he missed like in the scene. <laughs> she's nope. looking fine. Looking <laughs> yeah, and then the locket too. Uh, so that would be shitty to be 
the other three kids, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Clearly, well, no, baby, Nell is definitely the favorite anyway. Yeah, that's true. she'd be my favorite. I texted Luke and I was like, "How I wish uh, baby Nell is my kid. She's perfect." And he was like, "She's literally so cute." <laughs> yeah, she is, man. I had the same note that I had from episode one. Or I was like, damn it, Liv. Like, you couldn't just stick it out for the rest of the night and sleep yep. on the floor. <laughs> That's twice. My note or is, is that the first we one? get the scene Luke hates when hot mama leaves poor now. She's <laughs> like, bitch. And it's funny, Kathleen. Let's do a little rewind to ep- to podcast episode one when you're talking about the wedges. I, was, I actually had to look this time. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I, she leaves them on the floor. Oh, yeah. she does? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't sleep in them? No, apparently not. <laughs> yeah, out of character. Tiptoed away. And then I I forgot the bet neck lady is looking over her this scene going, No, no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, is, did we no, get that no. in the first episode? No, uh, I don't yes, think so. Absolutely. Yes. Really? She says no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm a rook too, though. Yeah. Oh, maybe um, I was thinking that Nell was saying. I'm going to check myself on that, but I've definitely, maybe not in the first one, but we get that clip maybe multiple times. One of them before this, you hear her saying, No, no, no. Because I remember being like, Who's saying that? Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. All right, cool. So let's jump right into the present. Uh, kind of the present. You know, this shows whack with timelines. Yeah. So it's <laughs> Nell t- meeting Arthur for the first time. So and cute. I was high. Yeah, it's pretty cool <laughs> how they get introduced because what he is is a sleep technician or tech. No, no, no. no. Te- technologist. Technologist. I yeah. wrote technician. Yeah. But and then he corrected it later on. I was like, oh, shit, scribble that out. I got obsessed with sleeping in college, like lucid dreaming, sleep paralysis, all that stuff. So this was just like, really cool for me to see like a professional talking about it and just how he's talking to Nell. They're trying to rationalize how she could possibly be experiencing all these night terrors and sleep paralysis and why her life's been so weird. So it's a cool rational way of, of introducing soon to be husband of Nell. The relief in Nell's face when he's like, Oh yeah, we'll work. We'll do this and that being like the other doctors just told me to like mm-hmm. not do this and not like right. things you can't do. That's exactly. I've gone to the doctor and say, I sleepwalk and I wake up outside. What do I do about this? And yeah. they're just like, you should like get more sleep. I'm like, I can't sleep because I'm waking up outside. <laughs> yeah. So what do you want from me? Like fix it. So I, I totally love that. And I like when Arthur says dreams carry over and she goes a little spill. Yeah. Which is a callback. And this is such yeah. a good contrast to, to Dr. Montague later in the episode of someone that actually cares and listens to Nell. Arthur's mm-hmm. one of the first people we see in the entire show that takes what the cranes say seriously. Yep. It was sweet the way he just described it. He was so simply, he was like, you know, sometimes your brain wakes up before your body does. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you know, let's come up with an escape plan. And like now it's just so happy. Um, the coffee and, and was then so I, good. Yeah, I was just going to say, and then the coffee mix up. She was like, are you asking me out? <laughs> <laughs> she was just riding high because someone finally believed her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. holy shit, I have a, something to like a treatment. Does this guy want to fuck me? Is that- <laughs> Which cues, he does. He does. <laughs> that cues perfectly into the little montage of their whole relationship evolving to eventually the marriage proposal during New Year's. And then we skip ahead a Are little bit. Are you really just going to blow by this amazing you heartfelt wanna, do you scene? You want a detail? Boy, do I. Man, the, the My, engagement scene. The I proposal, know. That see, was see I don't care about that scene. This except for the fact that podcast. I noticed that they purposely were never showing the year on the TV. It just said 20 and then it was always oh, covered really? in uh, the second part. <laughs> I think is uh, that just for vagueness? Yeah, I guess. Cheryl was at the engagement. They right? all were. Theo, oh, Cheryl, even Steve was. Uh, Steve might not have been, but the girls Steve. were. Okay, yeah, yeah. Theo was definitely there. Luke you can see her in the back. Wasn't. Yeah, Luke's never there. Yeah, right. No, but I just like, 
you gotta like stick with these moments because they're few and far between of like, so all you got is gold by the great escape is playing. And I love it. It's so <laughs> cute. They're like kissing on the couch scene. They get to the proposal and that proposal is so cute. Like the whole episode is Nelly just being fucking depressed. So you got to here for cute or scary, Kathleen. Cute. Always. <laughs> We're here for love. Here's good TV. We're and here dude, for love. She, uh, it was nice to see her smile. Like she was so happy. Yeah. And you're cute. You Bob. never saw that. All right, now you can hit the sleep paralysis. This is the first time that Nell gets sleep paralysis in a while, right? And she's with, she's laying next to Arthur. And Kathleen, you mentioned it earlier. Like the acting of this is amazing mm-hmm. because I'm freaking out because I'm just expecting like a mimic of the um, couch scene with yep. the, the Benek lady just kind of right above her while she's freaking out. These scenes freak me out. All of it does, but <laughs> control your breath. Arthur wakes up. He's very aware of what's mm-hmm. going on. He's trying to talk her through it. He's so and, sweet. And she, he does a great job. Yeah, like it's like all the cues you, you hear about when you're talking about dreaming versus real life. And she wakes up. Arthur's hot. And he's like, I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's not there's not much there, right? Yeah. What a good fucking husband. What yeah. a good partner to have to just like always get your back. Arthur's the man. And I was thinking as I was seeing this, I was like, wait, in episode one, Nell's like by herself in her bed. I was like, what happens? Uh-oh. And I was like, I like didn't know something. Oh, whatever. We'll get to it, but. Yeah, so then Oh Heavenly Day uh, Oh Heavenly Day plays by Patty Griffin and it's their first dance at the wedding and it's so sweet and then devastating later. Just yeah. absolutely Well, that that wedding, me. I did have a grievance because Theo was holding her phone sideways and recording, but she had her gloves on. So how did she hit record? <laughs> she, <laughs> they're are ones with those like rubber things on the I didn't see little rubber things. Maybe <laughs> she used her nose or something. This yeah. is also the first sighting of future Hugh, like old the older actor that plays the dad since the first episode mm-hmm. and he uh, no he's in the wedding episode in the uh theo maybe episode. it's the first time he gets lines right does he talk yeah here? because you see young hot mama standing behind it Nell yeah. sees it that's such a oh, cool that's in this episode yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i thought it was in the maybe you don't see him in the theo episode i'm not I don't sure think you do. i don't think you do because the that's only... another thing yeah, yeah, yeah. fact check but i mean that was insane you know it scans the room shows the dad then Nell looks and like sees does she, so she sees hot mom behind him yeah well yeah i that's think that's what she's looking the at whole, yeah. i think the whole thing is maybe i'm getting too specific at my guesses but i think the dad specifically has hot mama's ghost with him 24 7 which yeah. is just flashes right back to when we had that talk about uh in the first episode when he's in florida and gets the call from nell mm-hmm. that was the mom that, I'm, yeah i'm completely on board with that and he's talking to the mom the whole time in the next episode yeah next There's, episode is where i finally and yeah and you can also tell now, I guess we could say it because there's no spoilers in the first episode. You know, we don't know who he's talking to. We don't know why he's talking to himself, but he he does talk to himself in the first episode as well when he's in his room, when he's trying to get everything together. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly what he says, but as he's walking yeah. out of the room, he's talking to someone. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very subtle until like, you know, until yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I mean, I guess you guys can't confirm that, but pretty close. Is good. All we good can read. confirm is he's talking to himself. I'll never tell you. Yeah. But I do like the Steve and Nell dancing with each other scene. I think it's uh, really cute. And I like when they're watching <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl yeah. realize about Theo. That was hilarious. And they're like, it took her 10 whole minutes. And they say 10 minutes and 30 years. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was hysterical. Yeah. Uh, we get another twin thing mentioned, which I mm-hmm. love from Nell. She's sad that Luke's not there. They're going to all move to L.A. together. And that's when you get the flash forward that they're in L.A. in bed. 
Uh, in the marital bed. In the marital bed. <laughs> Dude, this is the worst scene. And the words that Nell says, or maybe it's Arthur, one of them, this isn't the death scene, is it? It is. Because mm-hmm. doesn't, oh, because Arthur wakes up and says, like, it's been a long time. Again, since, yeah. He, this is the first time, time since the time we just saw, yep. right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, Nell is, like, physically with another person. Like, she's safe. Yeah. No. Yeah, right? Yep. Do, and, do we see anything? Or he just gets the, up. The bent neck lady's up, there. He goes to turn on the light. He says, I'm going to go get the light. Yep. He gets up. He gasps. He looks like his neck gets bent. And then he drops on the floor. Bent neck man. Get bent. I was bitch. freaking out, man. I was like, damn, these ghosts can now touch people. Yeah. So is this like this is the whole thing that's interesting is obviously all the way up until this point, unless again, this is another coincidence because they do say it's an aneurysm. It's a brain aneurysm. You know, right? it could still all of this could still be some kind of mental illness that they're seeing things. There's nothing except for Luke being grabbed and, and the thing being ripped off his shirt. There hasn't really been any kind of signs of them being able to harm you. I would. Oh, of the ghost being able yeah. to harm you. No, you're yeah. right. I thought you were saying of anything being real because there are a couple signs that things are real being Theo's powers and yeah, yeah, Luke yeah. and uh, Nell's connection. Right. And I just mean yeah mental illness seeing them is probably but what i also mean is just that they can actually touch you or or hurt you right and i think so so we the next scene is the another psychiatrist talking to nell right and that's when they drop the line that arthur's death went down as an aneurysm this Mm. is dr montague montague Montague. dr monty and nell keeps blaming all of her issues on the house rightfully so Mm-hmm. And, you know, the doctor keeps kind of writing it off as mental illness, just as you're getting at. Right. And that's just the easiest way that you would realistically deal with this to the public. Like, you're going to just keep metting up all the cranes that thinks that they're seeing stuff. And it, it, it sucks. just fits. It sucks because she's telling this person that has uh, the actual medical like license that she has this issue. And she do- like he doesn't believe her. And she says to him. I don't expect you to believe me. And that's right. just like the worst yeah. thing. Yeah. life. Yeah. That, and, le- and the only person who ever believed there is now dead. Yeah. Like, come on. I know. And we, like, we barely, we got like half of them in an episode. I, know. I wish we had so much more. I do like that you get like, uh, they were together for two years. And since Arthur, she had not seen the bed neck lady. That was the first time yep. she'd seen. And that was great acting. Like even especially that scene, the sleep paralysis, she's like screaming with her mouth closed yep. while he's dead on the floor. And it is, fucking devastating yeah like you watch her only happiness just get so neck. let's quickly Perfect. talk about it paul what did you think happened there i was just about to ask i don't know if it was he legit had a brain aneurysm and like since he was gone then she, she could become like haunted again i don't know if she if there could have been another ghost i mean i don't know yeah it's hard to talk about it without really spoilers from the end of this episode because now we well know. we can we're allowed to spoil, yeah, you can spoil episode. anything yeah. we're right. we don't we don't At spoil this anything point, past. you can see any yeah. you could say anything from five and six because we're doing both of them okay so fact that nell is met neck lady mm-hmm. nell was whoa spoiler yeah whoa wait what the fuck <laughs> hey, yo so, so the neck lady <laughs> obviously didn't kill arthur well yeah that's what i'm saying it doesn't make any sense yeah so did he actually just have an aneurysm? He was like, oh, this is all right. This is a perfect time to like rehaunt. I, I think there's no way that that happened, especially because just like the way he got it when he was going for the light. It looked like he bent his neck. Yeah. 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 I mean, Ben neck Arthur, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they call him. Yeah. <laughs> no, get bent Arthur. Get bent Arthur. <laughs> Fucking bitch. 
Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> fucking pussy. We'll put a pen in it. We'll, it'll, I'm sure it's coming back up at some point. I mean, I hope. I hope yeah. we do learn. I will just. Uh, okay, I guess I won't say anything. Then. No spoilers. <laughs> mm, I'm gonna. Never mind. Half the Kathleen <laughs> has a decision. Keep she that in. No, I just wanted to say that. You don't really find you don't get out. more than you don't find out. Yeah, I no, figured. It's it's literally up in the air. Did he have an aneurysm or did I I'm a thousand percent on board that the fucking bed neck lady like either scared him into an aneurysm or like the presence of this fucking futuristic I, ghost. I, I always just assumed it was like she's cursed by the house. Yeah. So yeah. he died of an aneurysm, but she's cursed. Right. Like it's I, not was, the, I don't think it was a bent neck lady killed him. Right. No. But I think it has something to do with her. Oh and yeah. The oh yeah. So if someone are you mad at me for saying this? that there's uh you don't get more on it? No, no, I mean, I, I, I'd be waiting for it. So I'm glad you actually told me. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, you definitely get more bent neck lady stuff, but yeah. it wasn't a deal breaker, but whatever you get. All the stuff. Uh, okay, so now we get Baby Nell again at a Hill House, and she's—I uh, forget what she's doing. But she's like, "Oh, let me go find you something." So she goes to look in the toy box. She's got a little horsey. That's she what wants it to was. Brush his hair. Yeah, it was Mister Bristles or something like that. Google <laughs> Cupcake strikes yeah. again. That's Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so then she finds this box. She pulls it out. She opens it up, and she sees it's a tea set. Um, then she brings it to Mrs. Dudley in the other room. And she says, like, Mrs. Dudley, Mrs. Dudley, look what I found. Uh, she says, like, can I keep it? Mrs. Dudley says at one point, where did you find this? Nell says, in the toy room. And she was confused, And right? she says, in where? And then Nell goes, but yeah, look at this. Like, completely skips over I didn't know if it. I was thinking too much if that line was even worth talking about. But yeah, I, I definitely wrote that down. I was like, what... What yeah. could that even possibly signify that there's like a hidden room that only the kids can get to and the housekeepers have no access to or Mrs. Dudley is somewhat related? Like could be probably. I mean, there's got to be an explanation. I see. I see Kathleen. Uh, I'm not making any I, I, I know. I Kathleen see has a bad poker. I, <laughs> I love listening to you guys theorize. It's so fun for me. It's good stuff. It's hard looking back because some of our theories that we talk about are so dumb now. Isn't yeah. this show not so really. fucking yeah. good though? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're picking up on good stuff. It's so. the writing. So it's we, like it, the writing is so good that the fact that they put this in there, there must be a reason for you it. You think everything has some sort of importance, and most of it does. So yeah, I hope, it I is hope. worth nitpicking. Because yeah. then we get a little uh, history lesson in the hills by Mrs. Dudley. Uh, she starts talking about Hazel Hill, who is the old grandma. We see that ghost in the next episode yep. too. She's is the that, one. Is that confirmed? The old grandma. That makes she's sense. The one that said, she's the one that said Clara. Clara. <laughs> Yeah, she kept saying the uh, couple of stars. Jacqueline, Jacqueline, Jacqueline needed the, the couple of stars, and yeah, uh, we also see in that picture that she's holding up of Hazel Hill, mm-hmm. her husband. I'm assuming that's who it was, Mister Hill, has on Luke's hat and is holding a cane. Damn, really? yeah. No, you made that up. No, I did it. <laughs> I swear, he is. Was there I, any kids in wheelchairs in those pictures? Uh, not that I saw, oh, okay. but it's funny you mentioned that because I saw something next episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love the Cup of Stars stuff, but Mrs. Dudley, like, talking to Nell about the Cup of Stars is really intense. She's like, don't let anyone whack. take away. I'm like, dude, just shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that is Leave that was alone. weird. Yeah. Don't let anyone, like, don't let those science Don't you. She's, like, shaking her like Billy Madison. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> don't ever. <laughs> and this scene flows right into Nell going downstairs into the kitchenish area with the wallpaper. And the writing on the wall. Hot Mama is such a cunt in this scene. Yeah. Whoa. I was thinking that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So and I love Hot Mama. Let's quick pause. I think this is the scariest 
hidden ghosts that I've caught and, and I've seen in a while. I'm there's two earlier in the episode that I'm just letting go because yeah. I hate how awfully bad they were. You can't even see them. And, and I, I needed a picture to zoom in to see them. But this one, when Nell walks up to hot mom and hot mom is yelling at her, there's a piano behind her. And under the piano, there's just these two like white hands, just like looking like there's something crawling out. Swap your computer. You won't be able to tell from my angle this far away. But you fucking kidding me? But that's the problem. Like this, yeah. This website that I have has bad like pixel, so it's not as great. You need to actually see it in the episode. Yeah, but it's actually clear in the episode. Yeah. So you see the Nell, whatever. Theo comes to her rescue. Hot mom is yelling at her like, why would you do this? Like, obviously having one of her migraines, she's losing her mind a little bit. She's absolutely losing it. Theo is like, would you please relax? She said she didn't do it. Again, Theo, Theo standing just believes. up. Theo she's believes standing in up those for her, kids, which for is her great. Sibs. She pays for it, though. And then she's like, hot mom is like, you better fucking clean this up. And Theo, you better fucking help her. Yeah. And then Theo touches the wall. And she knows right away that Mm -hmm. Nell didn't do it. And my question here, because now we could talk about this. And I asked you live and I texted you, Kathleen, about this. Like, does I understand that the ghost version of Hot Mama is the one that writes welcome, like W-E-L on top of come home. See, I thought. Well, you don't know if it's already there. Yeah. Because they don't. See, I. Why? Why don't you know that? I know. You you watch her pool come off the pool pool yeah they do <laughs> they pull the wrapping paper <laughs> off and it says come home it, says, it come. says come home when she in this scene it says come home now yeah it said nell and then she rips it and it says come home yeah. and then Which hot mama well. writes well well yeah okay, okay see i'm under the assumption that hot mama wrote welcome home now right then and there the whole thing at one time and that the timelines and the ghost shit is fucking wonk okay out. that's a thought i had too i just didn't know if like, that's the uh, that's the understanding because because it's not like you see ripped wallpaper past the sea. Yeah. Like they rip the cum off the wall. Ooh. Yeah, boy, do they. Um, they rip <laughs> it off. And but it's not like you could see the space before before it. That Purposely, doesn't say yeah. W.E.L. Yeah. So I'm I'm under the assumption that they write it all at once. Well, that, okay, I, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. That's yeah. one thing I couldn't remember. I didn't go back and look in this scene when Theo rips it off. You see come home. Off. The, the cum yeah the uh when she the one yeah she's the cum, when the cum shows um though does the wallpaper like is it right next to come yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. so that was what i was trying okay. to get at was, so yeah. w-e-l is there the whole time no that, because you when in the next at the end of this episode you watch nell watch her do it yes yeah, but yeah, i that think that was, that is her writing welcome home now at the in the first place yeah well, I didn't sh- didn't the wallpaper need to come off for her to write the well part because I, that wasn't I think yeah, that it's it that that is her writing it like we need to go to that time. scene to see if there's any even any wallpaper at all on the wall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know why she would write come home and then put WEL. So you're right because why wouldn't she just be writing welcome? Yeah. So next we've got adult Nell picking up Lukey boy and he is uh fucked up and being kind of like twitching out. He's obviously like strung out. But Nell is saying, like, I'm so proud of you for getting help. Nell is driving him, assumably, assumably, <laughs> to where he ends up getting his 90-day chip. Can you, do you agree? Yes. yes. Yeah. Same place. I think this is three months. Before. Yeah. So, so he, she's driving him there, but he makes her stop to get a fix and to get her, 
get him well, which yeah. I hate when he says that. <laughs> he seems so pathetic in this scene and he's yeah. just using the shit out of Nell. This yeah. is like rock bottom for him. Such rock bottom. He makes Nell go do the drug deal, yep. which is she's like, how much will it cost? Yeah, because he's like, I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back. And she's like, does he mean the twenty dollars? I'm a little shocked that heroin's so cheap. <laughs> I <laughs> thought the same thing. What are we paying all this money like, for? Damn, for? Bro. <laughs> I was like, dude, twenty bucks. I was waiting for him to say like a hundred and twenty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, well, the one thing I would say, if I'm Nell, honestly, we get into this later because the, with the psychiatrist. But if I was her, I'd be like. I need you to stop going on drugs. I need you to stop going withdrawal because I feel like shit every other <laughs> second because of you. Well, we're not there yet. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if I was oh. her talking to him, I'd be like, I'm not getting you any more drugs. Go yeah. to this withdrawal. Let me. I feel like shit now. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, seriously. The parts where he's like, I, I, I need this to get well. It helps. I, I can't BS Cheryl and Theo and Steve, but I can BS them, but not, never you, never you. Right. And it's and then she's like trying to talk to him about how unwell she has been since Arthur and seeing the bent neck lady. He's like, I'll listen. I'll listen. I just have to get well first. I'm yeah. Like, oh, this yeah. is so and bad. And then while he's talking and he and he's and he's starting to like get her a little frazzled, I guess, and upsetting her. The bent neck lady's right in the street in front of her. Yeah. yeah, she does. I that. thought that was after he he gets the be. deal. He does get yeah, he's oh, all, oh, yeah. he is she gets the drugs and he's point, fucking, yeah. you know, going for oh, a vein in his foot. Yeah. And he's high as hell and getting higher by the second. How does heroin work? You bubble it up and then put it in the you syringe heat the spoon, and then heat you... it in the spoon and then you have to like syringe it in. But anytime you use it, it kills a vein. So that's why you have to find oh. whack ass veins all the time. Wait, are you foot veins? Is the reason like a balloon has hard heroin in it, and that's why you have to heat it up so it turns to liquid so you could suck it up? I don't know that because what's the? It looked like a liquid. Anyone know about chemistry? I watched. Well, it could be like a water balloon. No, I'm pretty sure it comes as like a rock or something weird. I don't know. I watched Jesse Pinkman do it, and he just burns it in a spoon. But what is on the spoon? It it is like solid rock. Yeah. So it was like Jesse Pinkman's gun lighter that he has. Yeah, yeah. It's always sweet. (laughs) <laughs> whatever um he luke said something about like now was like he took it out of his mouth and gave it to me and they're yeah. Like, yeah they do that is that like a fucking thing? well he was just hiding it it in was his a mouth. drug deal of, yeah uh, hardcore drug so he, he, you're lucky he didn't pull it out of his ass i was yeah. hoping he would yeah. but uh, what you were swallow. saying what you were saying earlier uh lean about Luke was like, oh, like, thanks for doing this for me. How have you been? And now is like she seems relieved that he asked. She was like, well, I've actually been going through it, like all this stuff with Arthur. It's been, and Luke cuts her off like, yeah, can you turn left here? And it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God, oh, man, I feel so, so bad. Sweet. I yeah. feel so bad for her. And to Luke's point, I know you love her. Is she not just like beautiful and sweet and perfect I in this? I fucking love her. She's beautiful. She is like so charming. Mm. It's especially in the Arthur scenes where she's in love. I'm like, this bitch does not deserve mm. baby. Now is perfect. And adult now is perfect. This sucks. I didn't say it, but when we wrote, when we went by the, the montage thing, I just wrote in parentheses, you should have been me, but <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> Always bring it up. Luke, when that. he's in the car and Nell is going to buy the heroin, he looks down at a purse and he like curses like, oh shit. Like, was that him trying to restrain himself from stealing? From I her? thought he saw the meds. I did see the and meds. He was, too. he was like, damn, I didn't listen to her. And he's getting, you know, he already sent her to go get the drugs and stuff. You two are exactly what I was between. I wasn't sure if he saw the drugs and was like, I should steal those and mm. take them. Or if it's what Luke said and was like, fuck, she's she's on drugs. She's fucked up. Or Third whatever. party. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right, we're spending too much time Can on this I fucking scene. <laughs> yeah. 
there's not much that happens this scene besides we covered everything that i happened. actually didn't even like think twice to be honest yeah. so i wasn't sure wow. i'd be thinking even on a podcast bro yeah yeah so we see the bent like bent neck lady in the street after luke hits the heroin and then that transitions right to nell freaking out thinking that the new meds that she's on that Dr. Montague gave her is what's causing the bent neck lady to be like common for her again. So she just flushes all that shit down the toilet and her next visit to Dr. Montague, she starts getting questioned about it. Cause she's a little Off. unhinged. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I want to contribute part of that to Luke on his down yeah. on his withdrawal. Right. Which, yeah. Like and she says it in this scene, you know, he says, how's Luke or whatever. And yeah. she's like, Oh, well, you know, he has, he, I guess he's fine. Cause I'm starting to feel like shit. I'm starting to feel like I have a flu the first couple of days that mm-hmm. he's, he was there. And the guy's like, okay. Like he, I guess Luke was, you know, feeling pretty shitty. Cause I was feeling horrible. Mm-hmm. And by the third or fourth day, she started feeling good. Right. Right. Fuck Dr. Montague. He's like, he Montague. That's, that's uh Juliet's. Yep. Wait, Juliet Montague and Romeo Capulet or my opposite? Uh, Juliet Montague's Montague. The Montagues. B. Toms loves that shit. All Juliet right. Montague. Wow, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I gotta look it up. No, you're uh, right. Montague. Yeah, yeah I know, know that, but which but one's it's... which? Uh, Capulet and Montagues are Romeo and Juliet, but which M- one's Montague which? Montague is uh, Romeo. Really? Not, not Romeo. It's Juliet because she's at the Montagues are the, the house that have the party, right? I literally just like Romeo C and it says Romeo, Capulet, or Montague. Mm, <laughs> it's Capulet, right? It is um, Romeo Capulet. I feel like Juliet there's Montague. no simple. Is Romeo Capulet? Romeo is teenage son of the Montague family. Wrong. Oh, so with the Capulets. Capulets like Titus the Swordsman. Yeah, whatever. All right, let's go. So it's Romeo Capulet. That sounds. It. That doesn't roll I, off the What did I say all. right? What did I say the first time? We said it Montague. so many different times. <laughs> <laughs> we hit and missed at the same time. <laughs> All right, so now we have Theo visiting Nell at her place in California, and she's pissed at Nell because she's just hearing about the story how she Nell bought the drugs for Luke, and she's saying that's not how you help an addict. It's pretty obvious that Nell's like inviting her there for a reason, mm-hmm. and Theo wants it to be like a nice visit. And Nell's like, "Okay, you promised. I need you to take the gloves off. I need you to check this. I need you to check that." So first, she goes to the pillow, and you could tell Theo's not down with it. She's feeling uncomfortable. And she goes to the pillow. Theo feels it, says nothing. You can tell it's upsetting Nell. So then Nell goes to the floor and she's like, right here, right here. And she's patting it and stuff. Theo is like, what? she starts like walking towards and she says she doesn't want to do it. And well, it's then because Nell's like, this is where well, he that's died. what I was going to say. Oh. At first, she says, like, I don't want to do it just because I don't want to do it. I mean, I wouldn't want to do it ever if I was Theo. It's obviously something that Theo feels like it, this is non consensual. Like yeah. to her, it is a literal like breach of fucking consent like well, that's why so then nell says like okay this is where he died and she goes are you freaking crazy and then nell grabs her hand and and like pulls it towards the area and, she, and then she freaks out okay i have a question for you too i have a couple thoughts and what? then see if this answers any of your questions okay because i was just gonna ask how you feel about how theo's acting and how nell's acting i was gonna say that I, I took a note in this scene saying like, well, first of all, these are my two favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And then I also wrote, I think I might actually be transitioning to liking Nell the most because of how much of a goddamn believer she is of just everything. Like, I love that about her character. Like, she believes Theo's powers just as much as Theo herself does. Like, and that to me is awesome. Like, she's she will take anything that Theo says when she's touching things 
at gospel, like at work, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, something I forgot that we didn't mention before with the welcome home. Nell, I honestly forgot on my rewatch that baby Nell asks Theo, like you can tell by your hands. Yeah. Yeah. And I forgot that she's basically the only one who knows because later in episode six, Cheryl says something like, oh, you're wearing those gloves to bed, huh? Like whatever. And it's like, fuck you, Cheryl. (laughs) I mean, later, later, Cheryl knows the deal, but she doesn't believe it. And she gives her one of those backhanded comments. I think it's episode six. And Theo's like, really? You're not, you're going to give me shit right now about this. I just think that it's awesome how Nell believes everything. Totally agree with you, Luke. And then another thing is, okay, this actually made me think, like now I'm starting to think that Arthur died from an aneurysm because why wouldn't Theo have seen anything? Yeah, I mean, you can say, like, did she really fully touch it? I didn't hear swoosh. She did. because I, I didn't hear swoosh. <laughs> you're right, because I don't think there was anything to swoosh. Like, if, yeah, she, no, if she touched I, it and it was all natural, then what would Theo even see? No, nah, I was just kidding. Yeah, uh, but- I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, like, I think I truly think he probably did have an aneurysm. And the ghosts, the ghosts have, like, this weird ability, I'm starting to think, that they can, like, pull people into, like, random timelines or something like that. God, I hope you're right. Like, because, like, they they just, like, disappear. So if they can do that and, like, jump through time, then, like, they wouldn't care waiting two years while she's married to Arthur until he has a brain aneurysm. I think there's something to Theo's power where if she doesn't want to do it, it might not work. Like, that this well, felt very like forcing when you she into gets, it. When she gets forced touched by the dad and True, stuff, but that's like, more like... I don't know. There's something felt so different about the scene with Nell being so frantic and like forcing her to do stuff. And Theo's just like, uh, yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, I mean, you it's could been say months too. You could say that it's like the dad was all it, like caught her off guard, maybe. Yeah. You know, and, and like if she's caught off guard, she the, either way could have awesome. put in wa- the theater yeah. power yeah. and then the Nell and Luke connection power are both just such cool concepts mm-hmm. for this show that it's grounded in and it just helps like with all, everything. I love it all. Made Luke, up for the show, not in the book. Luke. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's even crazier. Yeah. Didn't know that. Uh, Luke, how did you feel about your two favorite characters yelling at each other here? Mm. I, I don't have any comment because I love them both. Still, <laughs> what do you think about? I, Nelly? Agreed with, I agreed with both of them. Was the problem? They I was like, I was like, you're makers. here. You have powers. Just do this. But I was also like, no, you're kind of tricking her into doing this. Like she doesn't want to do it. I was agreeing with both of them. Yeah, but can you imagine? Like we already know that. Like she touches Nell when she's dead, and and shit hits the fan. So like. I wouldn't want to touch a floor where a guy just died. Like, I, I mean, you know, she doesn't know that, she, at that this point didn't yet. happen at, the, at that point yet because Noah's still alive. So she hasn't touched a dead body. Yeah, but she knows she feels things. She saw her mom's dead face when she touched her mom one time. I just think knows. Theo puts up walls when she wants to. She sees a little girl getting molested and stuff. I mean, you know, it's yeah, it's but not Paul, good to your point. I mean, talk about haymakers. I mean, she's like. You've never cared about anyone more than yourself. And then she's like, don't lecture me about adulthood from Cheryl's guest house. And yeah. I wrote, Yeet. That's <laughs> what I have. I, I, I literally had to write that because Theo's asking her, oh, are you off your meds? Blah, blah, blah. Does Cheryl know? And no, like, ha, like the Cheryl. No, don't <laughs> don't fucking talk to me about the Cheryl. No, yeah, well, you're yeah. still taking his money and don't lecture me about being an adult from a guest house. That's like, oh. Theo walked out because there's nothing you could say to that. Yeah. She was fucking, she got, Theo, Theo obviously just, she stood there waiting to see if Nell was going to say sorry. And then mm-hmm. she's like, really? And walks out. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got shish kebab and completely I mean, she, torched. She, <laughs> she literally <laughs> traveled from Boston to LA and then I guess she's going home. <laughs> yeah. I thought we'd see a museum. Yeah. I thought we'd go to the beach. I like, thought no. we were going to go pick up some chicks at the club. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. 
next scene we got here is a flash forward where we're going to have Nell, who's been off her meds for a little bit now. She is going to crash Steve's book tour about mm-hmm. his Alcatraz book. Right. Which I think, I don't know if it's the direct sequel, maybe Bly Manor is the direct sequel. Either way, it's in the series of the Crane books that's that made Steve famous. I would have loved it if Bly Manor was a fucking... Yeah, I thought it was. I thought Bly Manor was one of the books on the shelf back was in... Was it? Yeah, wasn't it? Am I making that up? I think you're making you that up, but that, that would be I'm making that up. Lit. Cut this shit. <laughs> no, that's good. I like it. I, I thought it was. was. I, I genuinely thought it's it was. It's not. I, I don't think so. I've never seen that, but I mean... That'd be really cool if it let's was. Let's check okay. it. That's another yeah, thing. Yeah, we should check that. Lean, fact check that yeah. in your future self. Thank you. But, but that yeah. kind of plays off the whole point of this scene where nobody cares about any of Steve's books except for Hill House and except for the Crane family because to the the audience of Steve like this is a live specimen of a haunting and like you want to know about his haunting not like the hauntings he writes about Mm -hmm. so you know all the fans are asking those kind of questions and he's getting a little bit annoyed you could tell because he's trying to talk about Alcatraz and that's when Nell stands up and makes an entire huge scene talking about how Steve pretty much just out at their entire family and embellished all these facts and like, won't even like talk to them really. Yeah. She says yes. like, why are you lying to them? She was like, why do you pay 30 bucks a head to like, come here and tell them these stories that we tell you, but you don't mm-hmm. believe in it. Yeah. And she's pretty much saying like, I'm asking for help. I've been asking for help and you don't believe me when I ask for help, but you write about it and make money. Yeah. F you man. We're not though. Like any other family. We're different because of where we grew up. Now you stand there and you talk about ghosts and spirits. And you sell tickets for the privilege and yet you don't believe in any of it. No. And you tell me I'm crazy and that mom was crazy and Luke's crazy and we're all just nuts. And then you tell our stories. My stories. The same stories that you told me were just dreams. Or delusions. We can talk about this later. And you're supposed to be my big brother. You know, you're supposed to protect me. But you say the meanest things to me when I try to tell you. And then you make so much money. No. I'm just asking why. I don't ask you for anything. Ever. Just this. I just want to know why. And then he even blames it more on the meds too. So like everyone is blaming now for being crazy right now. I, yeah. You, but I like this part because you get some information. He's like, Oh, we were here for the crystal phase and the, this phase. And then that phase, like obviously she's tried so many different treatments, like the religious phase, the, this, the, that trying to fucking banish these things that have been haunting her entire life. And God, Steve is such a condescending prick. <laughs> yeah, he's a douche. And it's funny. Be- I guess not, not funny, but you have to, it's fucking, ass- hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. You should assume though, or you can assume though, that she's probably, had only two years of sanity in her life of like calmness throughout her whole however old she is and since she was a little kid okay i have a question for you guys so they say here that it's been six years since he wrote the book right he says it's like it's been six years you had six years to file a complaint about it right and you never did so is alcatraz do you think it's his second book or do you think he's came out with a few since then just because, like Luke was saying, everybody in the audience was asking about the Hill House. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because 
it's they're still coming off the high of it or if this is like over all of his books that he writes no, the only the thing book. this is the book that yeah. matters that the only famous. thing that people care about is the haunting house. yeah they I don't mean, care about the other as, ones you just have to assume too that when the hill house thing happened they're saying it exploded like it was in the news it was all over the place you know someone died there the dad had to was had you know there was gossip magazines talking about the dad you know so it was probably a huge thing because i'm pretty sure that whole bookshelf, bookshelf had, yeah, had yeah. his book yeah uh, no true. we're to assume yeah. that every single book on the shelf has already been out this is his latest mm-hmm. he's on a book yeah tour. and people only care about his first one that would be a, such a shitty feeling try yeah. being like jk rowling and trying to come out with a new thing like everyone would be <laughs> like well, what about this like you, you can't yeah. come back from like the yeah type story all right, so we get a little bit more Dr. Montague talk, and Nell actually tells the therapist. We, already, we didn't cover this, right? Though nope. She tells the therapist that she confronted her brother, and he's like asking questions like, did it help, blah, blah, blah. More she, medication talk. She's acting like real crazy. She's crazy now, yeah, for sure. She's seeing the bent neck lady again because Arthur's been dead, so it makes a little bit more sense that she's losing her sanity. So, so it escalates and escalates and you could just tell by the directing and how it's like focusing on Nell. She just pulls trigger and buys a flight from LAX to Boston after that quick conversation with the therapist saying like, you haven't been there in so long. You haven't been in Hill house in so long. Like you don't know. And like, it's just a house. It's just a house. It's, it's It's falling apart and you're scared of it. You know, he killed her. I did. He absolutely did because he causes her to buy the ticket. Mm -hmm. I have Dr. Monty as a twat written. (laughs) Literally true, because that he's like, he's talking about like, oh, you're off your meds. Oh, like everything in your life goes back to your childhood. And we all know it's his house. Like you haven't seen it. It's a carcass in the woods. And I'm like, okay, right here. I was like, nobody likes Dr. Monty because already Theo <laughs> made a comment earlier. Said he's a quack. Yeah. So I'm thinking they bring up Dr. Monty a lot. I don't know if it's just shitting on him or like, is he like, I don't, I don't think he's she, he's the he, bent neck lady. He, <laughs> he directed her to the house and it's like, he's bent neck Monty. <laughs> I, I do. I feel like he's a ghost. I want to say when she books the flight, she pulls back and she's drinking a mug with stars. On oh, yeah. Say, yeah. That was stars. Sweet. A couple stars. They made another comment. I forgot to mention it the first time. Mrs. Dudley, she says for the teacup, couple stars. When Hazel Hill was sick, she kept saying like, Jacqueline needs mm-hmm. her cup of stars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, is... And she's saying it didn't make sense at the time, but now it does. Okay. Because she didn't know was... what the cup of stars meant. She didn't even know, you know, she's looking at it. The way she said that, it's like she talks in her sleep. She said, she said things that didn't make a lot of sense. That's almost like how Cheryl talks. And uh, her sleep, yeah, and like all that, and that's so true. That's probably something. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, all right, let's keep going. Okay, so, so she lands in the Massachusetts. So of course, Boston, Massachusetts. Or she's near the house, and she's at the same hotel as they went to as kids after the night. The, the night. night. So uh, we're getting some parallel scenes here. Mm-hmm. We get a pocket watch, a little. Tap tap, which mm-hmm. which you figure out what it means later. It's obviously they zoom in on the pocket mm-hmm. watch. Tap tap, and I love this flashback scene. Run it, run it. So Luke. the dad. This is directly after the whole family minus the mom leaves the Hill House that night, and they're pulling up to the motel room. The dad is basically offloading the kids into the room, saying like, "I have stuff to do. Like I got to go back for your mother. Uh, you guys are all just gonna stay here, be with each other. That's fine. That's." this is just like i don't know what drew nell back to here in the present day maybe it was just kind of like a whole 
I don't know. What would Full you say? Circle? It's the only motel in town. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> she goes in the exact room that they were in, you know? It's the only one available. So Hugh needs to go back to the house to get Hot Mama alone. <laughs> get Hot Mama alone to do In the what? marital bed. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as he leaves, all the kids are like, what happened? Like, what'd you see? Because they're trying to figure it. Is that it the, not the coolest scene when the kids are finally just by themselves chatting it up? I'm that like, was pretty yeah. cool. And yeah. what Luke says is Nell, Luke, and Abigail were in the locked red room upstairs. Not like they were up there in the in you know the hidden room from back in episode one, and they were having a tea party with mommy. And mm-hmm. this links back to what we saw from Theo's episode with you know the dad was getting mad with the and you saw the mom great eyed version of the mom. So like all of this is starting to it's starting to click a little bit. We're getting yeah. we're getting the dots connected. And Nell mm-hmm. says. That wasn't mommy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my best Nell impression. That was good. That was good yeah. <laughs> that whole 15 seconds of the kids just going back and forth. We learned so much information. Mm-hmm. Luke was saying mommy looked hurt. Steve was like, how explain we were in the red room at a tea Steve party. Didn't see anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were. Yeah. <laughs> we were having a tea party and then all of a sudden mom fell or something like that and that's mm-hmm. she's not my, like what mm-hmm. is going on mm. and Nell's just like thinking about all this as she's in the motel room in present day right before she goes to Hill House uh, she's doing the whole count the seven sugar packets in place of the buttons that's mm. like her her and Luke's coping mechanism so after the <laughs> seven sugar the packets yeah we get Luke dead on the ceiling uh, this is yeah I was very relieved that it was Luke because it was Nell going through sleep paralysis again and I was ex- totally expecting bent neck lady but just Luke freaking out. I don't know. Was he? Do we know why, Paul? Was he going through? No, that's what I was going to ask because I mean, nothing has happened to him yet. Jimmy looks me dead in the eye. Like, <laughs> do dead in the eye with these like eyes. I mean, I don't, it, unless we know. Oh, 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 wait, wait, no, 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 no. That's when he got knocked out and got his, he got mugged and lost his shoes and shit, right? Is that what it is? And she saw him because that was the same night. And then Steve found him. He didn't have a shoe. She said, I'm sorry. He said, Nell's dead. Is that because he was mugged and knocked out? I think that's a good theory. I can't remember if you're probably not going to get like a direct. I don't know if it might be fine. I don't know if it's because I know what happens happens or if I just could tell. I don't know. So I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Pussy. Pussies. So after the Luke scene, this triggers another flashback of young fucking door handle starts going off. Which is, yeah, which is the, the, the young Hugh coming back through the motel room with blood all over him. Yep. So much blood. So, wait, so much. Did she Just see, did, did Nell, after she saw Luke, did she see her own door handle? No, it's just the blurring of the flashback in the present day. Okay, I thought it was also going on. Did he really think he was going to get away with it's just paint? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he comes yeah. in with blood. Yeah. Nell's the it's only one up. So he it's asked blood. Nell to come out. They have their little father-daughter moment, which is, he is so uncomforting to his child. He is so manic looking like yeah. his eyes are. I feel like they must have like squirted shit in his eyes to make him look like bloodshot and just being like dead straight ahead while sweet ass Nellie is like, you said you'd be right back before. And it was the longest time. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. like, that's where the pocket watch comes. And yeah. uh, the police are going in the background as they're mm-hmm. finishing up their conversation and they're pulling up. And Hugh tells Nell that he has to go answer questions, blah, blah, blah. Aunt Janet is going to come and pick you up at two, whatever. And that's mm-hmm. when he gives her 
the the locket that we're going to see for the rest of this episode. And I don't know what the significance of the double tap thing was. Two maybe. o'clock. He said, I'll two be uh, Aunt Janet will be back at two o'clock. Oh, and he double taps, taps it okay. twice. Yep. I thought maybe there was some connection with the the lights off twice for come home. I don't know. Maybe I that, like that, too. I was just uh, making shit up now. But. Kathleen, to your point. Yeah. Like great acting from young Hugh. I mean, he looked. He looked like, good. Yeah, his acting was great. He saw some shit. I mean, now, <laughs> now was asking him like all these questions, and he was like, "Yeah, so I'm gonna have to go." <laughs> like he was just like not listening. <laughs> it reminded me of Quagmire when he found out about internet porn. <laughs> he walked outside, and Peter was asking him these questions, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, you know what? I just I gotta go back." <laughs> I mean, that's what he was doing. He was just like zoned out. Yeah. I just like. It gives me so much joy to know that you guys will get the entire scene that and leads up to him driving. I am freaking the fuck out yeah. because you said like at one point, or at least we know the dad gets a scene and it's like at this point, that's all I'm looking forward to because we are going to get so many answers because even the kids are like, dad, you don't tell us anything. He feels like the last piece we're going to get. Yeah. His Absolutely. Yeah. Is this, is, is he, is his episode the last episode? So I'm not going to answer that oh, question. Okay, I guess, you yes. think he's going to be good guy Hugh, or you think he's you got some problems? I'm starting to think he's actually going to be good guy Hugh compared to where I was before ah, these two episodes. Episode six starts. <laughs> Interesting. Epi- episode six starts to make you think he might be good guy. That's Hugh. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. I'm starting to think he might be bad guy. I don't know because him like slamming his fist on the teapot party. That is like the only thing I don't understand. And like on we're getting these on a quick flashbacks when he touched young Theo at the bottom of the staircase. These are the quick little cuts we get. And he slammed his fist on the teapot like tea party. And then he also like shoved it like hot mom up against the wall and said, don't there's going to be something to it. Because even in the next episode, when we see him seeing her freaking like mind zombie ghost, like he's not aggressive towards her. He's only going to be aggressive towards her when she starts being aggressive towards the kids. And that's where I'm starting to think it's going to lead to, but I could be way fucking off. So is hot mama, bad mama. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Daddy, zaddy, Hugh crane is suffering from the classic like do i tell them like yeah. are they better off not knowing this horrid truth mm-hmm. or do i Seems like and, a theme. and he took this right thing saying kathleen, no i'm not going to tell them anything and then they all hate him for the kathleen, whole kathleen as clark griffin would say <laughs> i bear it so they don't have to <laughs> Woo, shit baby okay Love the references on you this guys, podcast you guys watch the 100 we also cover the what 100 what's your shirt by the way I'm like, are you wearing a hundred? I shirt? was thinking about that forever. I said man. it when he walked in. It's hundred years of Chevy, baby. Uh, I thought it was hundred years, years of the hundred. American, American <laughs> made. <laughs> the next couple scenes connect a lot of dots from the first episodes we get. That we we see Nell waking up at two a.m. and calling Steve, who misses her call, and then she directly calls Shirley. So it's just showing you what was happening in between events from the earlier episodes, and then this is when we get another really scary scene when Nell leaves the room temporarily and she goes to the vending machine. She's thirsty. Yeah. She gets the, whatever the lights start flickering, typical scary movie scene. And the bent neck lady just shows up out of fucking nowhere. No, nothing preluded it. It was just, that was a scary scene that turns into a great scene 
at the end of the really? episode. Insane. Yeah. But Paul mentioned this on an earlier episode. He's like, you get Nelly sprinting into the hotel room. And I'm like, yeah. you're going to get that later. Mm-hmm. Why is she sprinting into yeah. the hotel room? This is 100% why. And she doesn't bring her phone with her, which is okay. You know, thought you're going to be the vending machine right back. But they are such bastards with their little lighting tricks because the lights start going out she walks away then the light that she was at starts flickering and makes her look back yeah and then she turns back forward and it falls it's like oh my mm-hmm. god a midday bent neck lady scare is so fucked up yeah like, right? f- you can't even give me the daytime Full daylight yeah. But then you get her sitting on the bed. She sits in that one spot. She zones out for hours, yep. all day, maybe 12 hours or yep. so. But right right after the vending machine thing, when she does run back, that's like five seconds after Steve called her back from Mrs. Yeah. Jackson. And she did Am I get that up. Mrs. Jackson, whatever. Those. I am sorry, Miss Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. And he was tell he was going to tell her about the 90 day chip that Luke received. Like he was sober. Don't worry about him. Cause that's what she called yeah. Steve about. Didn't leave and a message. Forward to right. Nell yeah. and daddy. Crane from was episode that, one. She just like sat on the bed for like eight hours. I think it's, it was literally like her being haunted because they don't want her to go during the day. She's yeah. like, she's literally like, I wanted to go during the day. Why'd you, why'd you sleep all day? She wasn't asleep. She was yeah. just zoned out haunted for fucking 12 hours. They wanted her yep. to go at night. Okay. Dumbest line in the whole movie. movie. Oh, movie movie i consider this a cinematic journey um <laughs> oh like it's okay it doesn't matter if i go at night fuck after I'll everything be right back. after yeah. everything you've seen now That's you think saying, oh it's okay man. bring God. a swat team with you before you go <laughs> make sure it's like a all all the whole swat team will have aneurysms yeah <laughs> everyone starts dropping dead she was like it's just a carcass in the woods it's just a carcass in the woods yeah like, so she unlocks it. You get the Nell and Daddy Crane scene, the call. She has the locket in her hand. Enter Nell into well, the haunted hill house. Well, what we get yeah. that scene yeah, when so Nell is calling dad. Mm-hmm. Before, we didn't get this, but now we get her view of looking at the house. Mm-hmm. Mid-phone call, all the lights turn on. Yep. And start just start. And the fucking light porch, the yep. porch light starts flickering twice. Yep. Come home, Come home now. Yeah. Insane. She walks in. You get adult now, but kid Steve and Luke playing hide and seek. And then young daddy Crane and Shirley. So it is like she is walking into a time capsule right yeah. now. Mm. And she immediately turns into a little kid. Yeah. She's the adult actress, but mommy, like dad. Sorry. Mom, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. mommy. Like mm. so creepy, honestly, really fucking creepy. She was freaking me out, man. This is when I was saying like her face, like how she acts is just, she needs to be in more horror films. <laughs> uh, Haunting of Bly Manor. Haunting of Bly Manor, yeah. for sure. So yes, Mr. Crane says, mom's looking for you. And she's like, mom, her eyes mm. light up. That's where you get the welcome home, come home now scene. <laughs> I think we beat that scene to death. We, yeah. boy, did we. <laughs> yeah, so she goes up and gets on that little beautiful gown beautiful gorgeous wait quick question it just freaks me out every time they flash to what the house really looks like yeah you know like (laughs) but i i do have a quick question when we got the flashback of the writing on the wall for the first time and theo takes her glove off and touches the wall and says like i believe you you didn't write it did she see this probably that's what i would think for sure she saw ghost mama like i that that's the part that is weird to me you're a kid and you and you touch this wall and you hear your or you see your mom writing it and then fucking freaking out your sister in real time you go 
I can't deal. I believe you, but I can't deal with yeah, whatever yeah, this yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, cool. Because I was very curious about what Theo sees and no, yeah. no insight there. Yeah. I but, mean, this is insane because she's going through the halls and like what Jimmy was saying, she's seeing something completely different. Yeah. She's seeing, I don't know if she's just hallucinating or like if they're just like pretty much corrupted her at this point or like brought her back to the, I don't even fucking know. Well, yeah, I mean, she's not on her yeah. meds, man. Could be all mental illness. I, it could be, <laughs> but and then she's doing her twirls. She puts on the gown. She's doing her twirls. Well, yeah, you skipped the whole, you skipped oh. everything. Okay. Well, I, I keep wanna... skipping everything that means everything. To me. Okay. Well then just cut this that. doesn't mean much. So go ahead, Kathleen. Run You're kidding. Through. Wait, really? Okay. Just the, the family seeing them all? Okay. Well, Luke, so it, yeah. let's is get into Nell's headspace. Let's okay. literally get into Nell's headspace. She's so fucked up her entire life. No one will believe her. All she wants to do is try and get her point across to somebody. She wants somebody to, I mean, besides Arthur, which I don't even know that you're correct in saying that Arthur, like, fully. I mean, I would hope that he fully believed. But I just thought he was, like, a good, where she could kind of let that all go. Yeah, but, I, I honestly just think that Arthur believed the fact that she was seeing things during the yeah. So so she's walking down the staircase, and each one of her siblings are saying, "We believe you. You're you were right the whole time. Like this, just like she's about to die. Spoiler alert! <laughs> and but she's hearing everything she wants. These ghosts are literally tricking her into believing everything. Mm-hmm. Like this is mind trickery. Like it, this isn't a throwaway scene. This is like gut wrenching. And because none of this happened, once she dies, all of the siblings are fucking devastated. They didn't get to tell her this or that mm-hmm. or this or that. It's like she's she got it at the end. Nell got this, but it didn't actually happen. And let me it's ask you. Up. Let me ask you a question. This is very important. Do you think she was good? Did you think she was going to marry Luke when she walked down the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> Luke's standing there. Uh, That's sober dumb. because of you. I'm sober. <laughs> he, he looked fine. Boy, he's a hot up, boy. He looked dapper. Yeah, okay. But no, it's important. It, okay. Yeah. No, so, that part was important. But I, and, Paul was skipping to the dancing thing. You covered that well. It was like, there's nothing really there. They're just dancing. And then the statue. Well, so. yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was going <laughs> to say, uh, when. Nell does see Arthur, like her face and everything just drops. She's like sobbing. I mean, that was just phenomenal acting because she's like, I thought you were dead. Now she's seeing him. They brought back the Heavenly Day song by Patty Griffin just to play during Mm -hmm. that. And I don't know why, again, you're throwing away that scene because the scene in episode one while Nellie is dancing in that decrepit house by herself is petrifying. So getting that like. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying it wasn't a good scene. I just didn't think there was anything that would plot wise affect. I was theory like, talk. Twirls, but we do. Twirls. There is one part though. It's when yeah, when they're doing the, the at the spin. very end of the yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very end of the dance, they make their way back into in front of the steps, and there's a camera pan, and it's going around showing everybody in her family, and it shows in the background the hills. Hazel Hill and Mister Hill in his fucking Luke's hat, and yeah. I was like, "Bitch, now how do you not see this? Like, I know you're mesmerized by Bitch. Arthur's." beautiful eyes but like there are literally people you don't know standing yeah and so we i know for a fact it was definitely top hat that's that's hazel mr hill mr hill hazel hill hazel hill is the mother okay yeah yeah i saw two or three things that we both found the same thing so all right cool then we have them kind of disappear and the lights are still on so you know she's still hallucinating a little bit and you see abigail sitting at the base of the twirly stairs this is where hot mama's ghost comes in and she has the tea set 
And this is kind of like a prelude to what we're going to see eventually, I'm sure, down the line, the tea party scene. This is what I was going to say earlier. When Luke was in the hotel room telling the other kids what he saw, they were in the red room Mm -hmm. having a tea party. Yep. So this has got to be basically what happened, right? Mom's like, oh, come on now. We're going up to have a tea party. We assume we're going to the red room. And that's basically... And she's got Luke and Abigail. Yeah, so so it's the past. But hot mom is talking to Nell in the future of the... It's insane. I think everything of it is legit until Nell, our Nell, future Nell, walks up the steps. Because obviously that can't have happened Mm -hmm. with little Luke and little Nell's life. But, you know, that part to get us up there, I think, is just another breadcrumb to we're going to get more of that scene down the line. This fucking... This show's writing is insane. Because I forget what episode it was. It must have been the Luke episode where he gets his hat for the first time. At the end of that scene, hot mom says to young Hugh, you know, get those ropes down. Otherwise, we're going to have a kid like, you know, swinging and falling and hurting themselves. Yep. They fucking brought it back. That one little line, they brought it back because Nell is at the top of the spiral staircase. She looks, she sees her mom looking hot as hell. And all of a sudden she's holding, then she looks down and she was holding the rope. And now all of a sudden it turned into a noose. Yeah. She was holding the locket. It's so confusing because at one point, like she puts on the locket, she looks down and she's holding the noose. She starts grabbing at her neck because it's feeling tighter. It's tight. And then all of a sudden she looks back at mom and all of a sudden she's looking forward and her heels are, she's over the railing with a noose around her neck. She looks back and doesn't she say like mama, like help me, which is just horrifying that she called her mama. My God, hot mama was so terrifying in this, uh, in this scene. Yeah. And she just kind of walks over to her and kisses her on the head and says, it's time to, time to wake up, sweetie, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you, they do such a good job. She, so Nell falls and the lights go off, ghosts disappear. It's the actual house of her just falling to her death, breaking her neck and becoming the bent neck lady. And yeah. holy fuck, man. I was just mouth open watching this montage of her going into every scene we've seen so far with the bent neck lady and little Nell. I was just mind blown. That I, uh, that was unguessable. I had no fucking idea that was coming. I was like, this makes so much sense. Yeah. I, I want you guys to go back and or look at it from now on and see if you can tell or if it seems like it looks like Nell to it you does. now. Because it does. Mm-hmm. It really does. It really they does. don't show her face purposely. It's sh- shadowed over. But you could just you look at it and you're like, that's Nell. Yeah. After you know it's Nell. Yeah. You, just, you can't get out of I your mind. I do have a question, though, because this made me think back to any scene with her. And how about the... First time, I think it might be the first or second scene of the entire show when little Nell's in the room and dad yeah, and comes they, in and they talk the about it. And she and like the dad leaves the room and you see her head like move like that didn't link up with anything we have so far. Yeah, that could just be a ghost that you're. Yeah, that's supposed to be the bent neck lady, I guess. Right. I don't know. It doesn't that's, make sense in context yeah. of what they showed us. because mm. It does show it does show the face, too. And it's just like a white face. And it's it couldn't have been the bent neck lady. Cause yeah. Look at Luke poking holes. And- I was a little like, how did that work? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the payoff was just phenomenal. That was so good. That because, was a season ender payoff. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> yeah. it yeah. was. I mean, when she's o- the final one, when she's over young Nell sleeping in the living room on the couch looking up and she's saying no, 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 because she realizes what's actually happening. Phenomenal. Could you and- imagine being dying and 
being the bent neck lady and looking at your baby self being scared at your fucking self. And you'd be like, I'm such sorry. Inception mind fuck. It is. Um, and I do want to say, because Luke said it was impossible to call. I did call this. Um, so- I was watching it with Luke and about 45 seconds before she jumped off and actually hanged. <laughs> he nailed it, dude. He I was like, I was like, dude, what if she's the bent neck lady? <laughs> well, that's close. That's a little too close to the actual jump. You know, well, she's and it was also, you know, like mostly a joke. I'm like, I wasn't you. serious. I'm not but giving you any fist bumps. I, right I will. I will say I, I saw her in the gown and I was like, yo, it looks like the gown of bent neck lady. But I did not think she was. That's funny. And that was that. I mean, what a fucking episode. I can't believe, still believe, fourth time through that Nell's Ben Neck Lady. We're going to cut this episode short and do a completely separate episode for episode six because we think they deserve separate episodes. We might be doing that for the rest just to end the series and give all the um, attention it deserves. But if you like what you heard, give us a follow on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. We also have episodes covering Spartacus, The Hundred, Cursed, and The Boys. Thanks for listening and stay spooky. Yeah.